Welcome to Radio Tatas. As I think some of you have been reading and seeing, Natalie is no longer with us for this week. Um, she is still wherever it is that she does things. And so um, we are joined today. By someone who I can't believe has never actually been on this show. I don't know how it has taken this long to get him in. But without further ado, introduce yourself, sir. Hi, everybody. <laughs> this is Aaron. Aaron. Aaron who? Mr. Aaron? Mr. Aaron. Well... Uh, to those of you playing along at home, this would be Aaron Haley. Uh, I believe some of you follow him. I believe um, some of you know him personally and intimately. Um, oh, that was painful. I apologize to your tender ears out there. Um, hi, Bob. Hi, Bob's kids. <gasps> Look at you, knowing how this works. Douglas, I miss you. Your slim, sweet, sweet face. I uh, think it's time for you to pay us all a visit and we can go discover some trails together uh, when it's not 150,000 degrees outside. Um, and, you know, stay hydrated with whatever beverage of choice you are drinking. I don't think he's allowed liquids anymore, is he? <laughs> I think that's actually all he's allowed. No, I'm kidding. Um, Never drink the water in Oklahoma. Is it too close to Michigan? It's too close to something. <laughs> too close to poo. Um, kids, don't forget to spay or neuter your pets. Like my little kitty that's drinking water right now. You see her? You Unless see they her? just really like getting it on and then maybe you just like leave it there. Wait, the the pets? Yeah. With the owners? No. Oh, okay. This isn't uh, that kind of podcast. I didn't think so. I never had been before. Um, well, you know, with Natalie gone, at least. We thought last week was a dark turn. Suddenly, it's mm -hmm. even darker. Why is it? Why was it dark last week? What happened? 
I wasn't paying attention. I don't know. There was some <laughs> some guy. There was a thing. I don't know. Okay. Um. Well, anyway, spay or neuter your pets. Groom them with a reputable groomer like our breasty groomer bunny. Um, and uh, make sure you give your groomer a sizable gratuity to match the wonderful services they provided. A gratuity, you say? Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. I say. I like to give gratuities to groomers. Oh, my goodness. Speaking of pets... There is something that your cooler smells like that has my kitty's hackles all up right now. It's, Look at that tail. She hates beer. That ta- No, she likes beer. That tail is angry. Look at that angry tail. She's very excited. She liked you a lot, though. Y'all bonded. Not in a gross, special way. But. We did. There's enough room for her to go home with me in the cooler. Don't kill me. Not recommended by groomers. No matter what size gratuity you give them. You can hear her somewhere. Somewhere out there. She's screaming in her mind. If she doesn't get to scream at things I do at least once a week, it really upsets her, I think. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm sorry you're stuck with me. I'm sorry you didn't get to uh, podcast with your podcast crush. It's okay. I just I, I thought I was getting the the other one. What's her name? Her. Renatalie. <laughs> Renatalie. Nope. You just got Lala. I'm sorry. You just got Lala. It's okay. I just preparing mentally, and then things happen. But the, um, disappointed are we? No, no, not at all. Well. The Fortress of Solitude is more interesting than the Pussy Control Room, though, I think. I've decided to rename it the Fortress of Breastitude. What? I'm not going to ask why. (laughs) All right. I was about to ask why. She is still all up in your cooler. I have a dog. And a cat. Wow. She she is still all up in your cooler. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) For those of you that are Bob's age, it's a great joke. That's mean. I meant my joke. Oh. Anywho. So, tell us, uh, you've, you've listened to the podcast before. I do, yeah. Um, somewhat regularly in the beginning, and then as everyone else, I'm sure you drifted off for a while. And I, I usually um, listen to all the ones on my, uh, on my app until I get really overly anxious and declare podcast bankruptcy, and then I, I move on. I get that. I've done that before. Sometimes you just have to start fresh. There's too many unread numbers. It makes me twitch at night. Uh, yeah, if you look at uh, mine, it'll it'll upset you. It's in the hundreds. I I just, I've been mostly listening. I will get to what I'm listening to. Sorry, I forgot. Whoops. Um... Don't get ahead of yourself. I know. I know. It's so hard not to do it, though. Um, We will get into discussions in a minute, but let's see. I think we actually have a listener call, and since Spectrum has quit forwarding me the voicemails the way they are supposed to, we're actually going to have to call my voicemail. What if we got another call while it was... Oh, that would be... That would be... Oh, the huge manatee. Leave us a message. 
You have one new voice message. Main menu. If you want your messages now, oh, and I'm also going to have to send a voice message. New voice messages. Message from received today at 2:36 p.m. I looked at the timestamp. Hey, Bressie, long-time listener, first-time caller. I was just calling to see if there's any way you could get a better co-host in the future. Last week was a little wow. Anyways. Just a suggestion. Thanks. Love you. Bye. That guy, that guy sounds... Huh. Wow. That was... That sounds a... familiar, but I can't place him. That was some shade thrown. Poor Brennan. Brennan has a delicate sensibility, too, so I feel like he's going to be really sad and hurt by that. He'll have to wipe his tears on his giant beard. <sighs> I wish that wouldn't happen. That guy had some good points. I mean, that person. I don't know. That guy... Huh. Well, um... I'm sure now I've run off the any fan I maybe had. They're all Brennan fans, so... Well, tell us a little bit about you. Part of the reason that I've always wanted to get you in here is because you you kind of are an expert on all kinds of things. In addition to being a fellow warrior, um, before I even get to that, I should talk about how you and I first came to know each other our first interaction on the Twitter. Do you remember that? Uh not maybe not specifically. I was at a bowling alley and I was already drunk, I think. And I was trying to decide what to order. That's one of our favorite bowling alleys, you know. Everyone's got a favorite bowling yeah. alley. Yeah, we need to go back there. And uh I you, I don't think you had ever tweeted at me before, and you suggested I order the purple whatever that was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't remember what I popped off about. Um, yeah, with you, who knows? And you called me a bitch, and I said, um, <laughs> it's cunt, thank you very much, get it straight. And we became instant friends. That's, um, that's pretty much the origin story of all of my bestest <laughs> friends. You were a real asshole. We realized you're slightly less of an asshole than you come across as. So we're we're friends now. No, I was like, don't go soft. You gotta like really bring it. You can't just half-ass it with me. And we were fast friends after that. But um, yeah. So you are to me an expert on a lot of uh, subjects that I find interesting. Beer being one. Uh, whiskey being another, and barbecue, and just meat in general, right? Yeah, yeah, those are those are all things I'm into. Which came first? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. I, I started probably probably beer. Um, I moved to Austin to go to school, and we hung out at a few places uh, near campus and drank crappy beer. or or whatever, and then uh, there was a couple of those that had, you know, a bunch of old guys, quote-unquote, that hung out there. They're mm-hmm. probably younger than I am now. And uh, they drank good beer, and um, so that was around the time that Austin originally sort of started to change and, and get some craft uh, some craft breweries. Back then it was just Scheinerbach, and, um, and then uh, Celis moved into town. Uh, Pierre moved to town to start a brewery, and um, it was uh, free 
free tours and happy hour or something like that. So we would go out there and uh, and hang out. And um, he was uh, this cool older guy that, that we didn't really know um, what his story was at the time. I think probably until he moved, I didn't realize how influential he was. Um, so you home. actually got to hang out with him? Yeah, we went and just hung out at the bar, and it was, I think it was Fridays, maybe those Saturdays. Um, and uh, he was, you know, pretty much willing to, to keep giving you a free beer if you just kind of hung out and wow. and chatted and, and told us stories and, um, you know, kind of educated us a little on beer. And um, and so it really, it was, it was really weird because back then everybody bought kegs for parties but for whatever reason um Celis was it was back then it was it was as cheap to buy craft beer as craft beer as it was to buy um anything else and so you could buy beer from north by northwest or or Celis and it was as cheap as a, a keg of of something else and so um that was always kind of the beer that was at at parties and so um that's just kind of and then living in Austin um started eating barbecue and um going to places around um i grew up in a a small town in texas that had some barbecue and was near a few really great barbecue joints and so we just started trying to hunt down um decent barbecue and and tacos and in austin and um and it kind of became uh became a thing where'd you grow up uh i uh moved to uh my dad is a, a texan and uh, we, um, I was born elsewhere, but uh, we moved back here for uh, my dad's job when I was uh, about 11. Okay. So I grew up out in the hill country. Nice. Nice, nice. Oh, I'm breaking things. Um, so then, then the whiskey. Did the whiskey, was, was meat a gateway uh, drug into whiskey or? Um. No, there was um, a few uh, beer bars um, in town that also were were Scotch bars, mm-hmm. um, and uh, one of those is still around, Opal Devines, and so their owner is a uh, is a big Scotch guy, and um, so I had a bunch of friends that uh, worked worked at Opals, and we hung out there a lot, and. Um, Learned a lot from from him and some of his friends, and they still put on one of the the um, best uh, Scotch events in town. Um, I think at least once or a couple times a year. Yeah, to where you can taste uh, all sorts of stuff and and talk to people that know know a lot more than I do about um, where it comes from and what parts of the world. And and from there, um, I just kind of became uh, an American whiskey guy. So really uh, bourbon, and so. Um, it's it uh, originally was significantly cheaper to buy and and try than uh, scotch from overseas and mm-hmm. um, and now it's it's become so popular it's it's hard to find and uh, purchase uh, nice uh, nice bourbons as it is to to find a, a nice scotch so yeah do you think that's by design like I wor- like I worked part time uh, over the holidays at a liquor store. And it it almost felt like some of the some of the limitations in obtaining bottles was by design. And I actually have a friend who lives in uh, Louisville, and even he says that some of it is is limited to them, you know, 
even though they're where it's made, you know? Yeah. You I, know, you know? I think I think it's a maybe a by design um retail issue. You know, the people that make it want people to to try it, but they have to save enough to to make it out over over the year or years they're having to Yeah. They're having to forecast seven, ten years in advance to figure out what demand is gonna be and um that's gotta be tough for for anybody that sells anything to to answer the question of how much of something am I gonna sell and in 10 years. And so, um, you know, everybody gets sort of as, as much as they can get, but it's never enough. And, you know, it helps them out in the, in the long run because their demand is up and it's the, yeah. it's the Franklin barbecue effect. There's, uh, the hot dotty effect. You look at it, there's a line. <laughs> it's hard to get. It's gotta be good. So, yeah. And that's still, I mean, that still happens all the time now and you can go and, um, you can find, uh, you know, great. It, it's just, uh, what I tell everybody about, about anything that's, um, the least bit, uh, you know, down to somebody's personal opinion. It's just all about what's good and, and what makes you happy Yeah, is good. And, um, so there's beer and scotch and barbecue that's easier to get and, uh, almost as good and, and doesn't uh, require you to, to spend a lot of money and, wait a long time in line and, and do you cross have, your fingers. So I, I want to ask you to recommend some places to people, but at the same time, I'm assuming that there's got to be a couple of places that you kind of keep close to the vest in hopes of not having to deal with the line stuff. I don't think there's any real, any real secrets anymore. There's a line, um, just about everywhere. Um, I don't know how many, uh, how many Hayes County listeners do you have? Uh, <laughs> millions. If you're down near San Marcos, <laughs> there's, there's a, a place called uh, Hayes County Barbecue, and they just they've been around for a while. They just built a new building, and um, you know any of those small towns where you go go places, the people that live there don't want to put up with any bullshit. So yeah, they uh, try to keep the lines down and get people through, and um, so uh, no, there's a lot of there's a lot of places it's tough in Texas. It's summer. Who wants to sit at a trailer? Jesus. I know. Yeah, and then eat hot barbecue. I don't, I don't know how anybody can sit over a pit right now. It's yeah. It's just like, oh. Well, you're, you're already in a room or a area that's probably, uh, hotter than, uh, hotter than it is outside. So those guys just, they can, they can stand the heat. They don't like to, to be in the air condition. If you go meet one of them for lunch somewhere or whatever, they, uh, they really don't even want to sit inside. So it's probably, yeah, I would imagine having to reacclimate back and forth would make you almost sick. So, um, well you are also what I would consider, and I hate using this phrase, but for lack of a better term, a foodie. And, uh, I wasn't sure what hashtag was coming after that. <laughs> um, and so, you know, in true form and fashion, I wanted a snack that would uh, absolutely um, honor somebody with a with such a sophisticated palate. So, what are we eating right now? It's a it's a filet mignon with a bernaise <laughs> sauce, I believe. Uh, there seems to be a, a finishing salt that I couldn't place, and uh, I finally asked, and. Uh, <laughs> Turned out it was actually a, a highfalutin. 
Fish cracker? Is it a fish? A chicken, chicken cracker with spray cheese. So it's, uh, it's on the it's on the interwebs for your viewing pleasure. You'll have already all have seen it. You said finishing salt. Yeah, I, I almost made a joke. Sorry. It's a it's a finishing salt, but it has a, has a hint of um, pineapple. I think. <laughs> it was a date last night. No, okay. Um. I accidentally tried to eat one on the radio, on the podcast, and I don't know, I won't say who might have, but it's sort of hard to talk after you uh, swallow one of those. (laughs) They're amazing, though. Sometimes it's hard to talk after you swallow. I agree. You should have brought those out, and I would have opened the Lone Star instead of the the fancy beer. Oh. Well... You sent me to the store for Coors Banquet, so I was that's, like, I a, needed a snack. National Chicken Fried, uh, or National Chicken Wing Day, Yeah, so that's for later. And as we uncover the uh, the lovely plate, you'll get to see um, the fantastic uh, serverware that I have. Um, but, anywho, this is all theater of the mind right now. I apologize, people. So, um... If you had to pick between barbecue, beer, whiskey, while I realize they go hand in hand, if you had to focus on one, which do you think it would be? Like uh, eating or drinking them or making them or... It's a tough question. It's very it's very open-ended. Um, eating or drinking first. Um... She's, I might be broken. I hit my reset switch. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe barbecue. Okay. Uh, making. Well, I I have... Um, making... Uh, well, you don't really make making much booze, beer, do Making you? booze is hard. I haven't uh, brewed. I've distilled more recently than I've brewed, but um, I don't know. They're all... They're all uh, I think part of why I enjoy all of those is... Uh, they're all things that taste better when someone else has made them. And they all taste better when someone else has made them incredibly well. Yeah. And so, um, you know, it's just, it's truly one of those things. They're, they're artisan uh, products to, to make really well. And so if you make your own brisket, it never tastes as good. It's the same with uh, with making whiskey and beer. Yeah. I Yeah, you know, almost nothing I make is as good as when someone else just does it for me. Yeah. Um, except, for, never mind. Um, there's a, the other thing you do, you have a side business. Do you want to talk about that? Uh, yeah, we, we can a little, it's a, it's a, a long story. Um, I believe the, is it, uh, the actual term is gigolo? gonna go there so what you meant i knew you were gonna talk about that and if, I... if my money's not on the dresser after this podcast i'm gonna leave <laughs> Wait, it'll already be over and i'll be shit. tricked again <laughs> no you have a you have a a laser engraving and oh like... that yeah that's a different thing you don't want to you don't want to mix up uh gigoloing and lasering you know <laughs> <laughs> made that mistake twice but um, she's got a lovely, almost tattoo. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean uh, me. I'm sorry. I uh, I wanted to um, 
I wanted to to play around with this tool. Um, it's been hey. a, it's been a long time. Oh. I did want to play around with her. She's not here. She's the coast. So, um, the coast. So anyway, <laughs> I uh, I wanted to uh, I wanted to use this laser engraver for some things, and uh, nobody would let me let me use theirs. And so uh, I ended up deciding to buy one and uh, started a business. And so. I've changed that business since uh, since I started, and so we do custom stuff as well. But a lot of stuff we do is uh, online. We focus on um, primarily the beer and barbecue uh, scene, the world, um, but we still do custom stuff for businesses and individuals, and uh, so um, pretty much just customizing uh, anything that that people are looking for. So we do um, metal tumblers and. Um, all sorts of different uh, wood items, and so we do uh, cutting boards and uh, all sorts of stuff for for barbecue teams and uh, uh, knives and, and different stuff. So, and what's the name of that business? Uh, I, I couldn't think of a good joke. It's uh, that that business is uh, Post Oak Customs. Mm-hmm. So we also. Uh, <laughs> We also we bite. also fill time for people that are eating crackers. It's <laughs> so it's twice as much as the regular cost. Um, but uh, cracker so is an offensive term, sir. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> flatbread American. <laughs> is, that, is that the preferred nomenclature? I forget. Oh my not... god! Please start a hashtag flatbread American. Please, please, please. I don't have room for. I've reached my. I've reached my Twitter account limit. I'm sorry. Uh, that's really what you should start my uh, bio out with. Is at one time I was the account holder of four of the top ten most popular um, fake Austin Twitter accounts. It's for another podcast. Mm. Um, but. Um, so uh, I, I own this laser. You can pretty much customize just about anything you want to with it. It's a lot of fun, and, and that's really why I like having it. I like uh, doing projects for myself. I like doing projects for friends. Um, I was not going to talk about this on the podcast, uh, the business, or but I, I have a, uh, a neat thing I brought for um, for Natalie. Um, <laughs> she's really going to like it. Well, um, speaking of you and Natalie, if we have to, um, y'all actually uh, went in together, worked it out, and made me a little Christmas gift one year, and it is my lovely uh, Radio Tata's Tumblr that has a snowflake on it, and I adore it. It is absolutely one of my favorite gifts ever. And you helped make that possible. That and it's all... in a Tiffany blue, which I really also yeah, like. Because if was... I ever got another gun, that's the finish I was going to get it to. That's all uh, all her idea. And uh, today's gift is uh, a similar knockoff of that with just a, a slight variation. Oh. But I brought one for you as well. Aw. As a consolation. Yeah, kind that of. I'm not your favorite. and that. I didn't say you weren't my favorite. I just said you weren't my podcast crush. How does that work? I... It works however you want it to work. So she's in the spank bank, and I'm just whoa, a good whoa, friend. Whoa, whoa, whoa! That's not what I'm saying. Is you it can, the you voice? You can have a crush without having to. Is it because she has a better voice? It's because I have a little girl voice, isn't it? 
I have fought yeah, this voice my entire I, this is life. Not, this is not a therapy session. You're not going to trick me into any confessions. It's because of her, her counting skills. <laughs> mm, the math. Hey, I used to do math, too. Math is hard. Um, what does that remind me of? Oh, who cares? Um, anywho, what am I drinking, by the way? Uh, that's a uh, one new pint segment. What the IPA. Um, they're one of the best uh, IPAs in uh, in Texas. Um, oh. There's some uh, other some other good ones now, but they're one of the the first ones that that came out, and uh, they're down from the, the Houston area. And it's just a really uh, t- good tasting uh, summer beer that's not too. <laughs> Overly hoppy. I know so, people hate the hops. I don't hate the hops. No, I, I like the hops. Lone Pint Brewery, Yellow Rose, Smash IPA. It's hard for me living in Austin to hear Yellow Rose and no longer think of. They've taken that wonderful song about Texas and turned it into a strip club. Oh. Huh. Yeah. I thought it was the other way. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> How old is the Yellow Rose? It's like an old saloon. <laughs> I know my grandmother worked Coming there, to the so stage, Miss been. Kitty. Miss Kitty to the stage. Um, <laughs> so that's a joke for Bob's parents. <laughs> um, I'd like to say hello to Bob, Bob's kids, and uh, the chief. Oh. Um, yeah, I'm persona non grata in that room right now. Nobody likes a yinta. I am not a yinta. I'm too macho to be a yinta. I say in a tiny voice. <laughs> I'm too macho to be a yinta. With my vocal fry. Um, cracking open a... Can you, can you put that any closer to the mic? <laughs> have you ever done a podcast before? <laughs> I thought the other one that's not here was the one who uh, didn't show up for podcasts. That was for her. I wish I could burp. I can't. Did it come through? Did you hear it on mic? I did. The swallowing noise. Um, anywho. Um, I feel like we've really gone off the rails, even, even for a Tata's podcast. I know. I think some of it might be the uh, the fact that I haven't been drinking that much lately, and this is um, not the... It's low ABV. You're fine. No, it's not that low though. It's not super. It's not. It's no devil's backbone though. Did I ever tell you the time that I got really, 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 really drunk on? I drank basically a six pack of devil's backbone at a crawfish boil by myself in the course of a couple of hours. And you know, you really don't eat that much at a crawfish boil because you're mostly doing work. And uh. Is crawfish and eating crawfish, is that anything like fish stick? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, but the claws really hurt. The claws I'm, really I'm hurt. I'm allergic to seafood. You are itch. such a liar. I'm sure. You're such a liar. Um, so. Yeah, it's, uh, there's, it's, those are super high ABV. That's That should be the podcast we do. Best beers for the particular uh, occasion. Why don't you do a podcast? That's the one Ugh, thing I've never been able to figure out. Tell me about it. <laughs> I'm like, tell me about best, it. Best beer for when you need to buy a 12-pack of cans to get super shit-faced on. 
What would that be? <laughs> that would be the beer that you were just discussing, the uh, Devil's Backbone. It's it's so affordable. I watched three little... And also, what, like 9% or something like I, that? I watched three young ladies at, at my HEB one time uh, trying to grab a few 12-packs of it, and they, they, they were, I'll assume, you know, for HEB's liability's sake, they were 21, and they were uh, going out <laughs> to the lake for the day, and uh, I... Uh, it's a real, it's a real confessional here today. I'm starting to feel bad about myself. Uh, it's the lighting. In my very grandfatherly way, I explained to these young ladies how if they were looking for something to enjoy themselves on, maybe a different beer would be good. But if they really wanted to, to not remember the day, that mm-hmm. that would be the beer. And they just, I, I did a good job because they then went and set them down and and went and purchased something. Oh, you probably different. saved them from drowning. What? And you who, saved knows, who knows what else? A couple of lives. Yeah, I, I'm ru- sure one of them. I'll ruin Brennan's so day, but other than that, <laughs> what are you implying, sir? Nothing. Um, <laughs> that's a what's a enjoy my my radio pause, people. Um, I know. I'm like, do you think once the uh, once the skin really forms over on this cheese, it's going to be better or worse? <laughs> You know, it 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 just ages itself right there on the uh, not on the vine, but on the uh, on the plate flatbread American. Pretty pretty highfalutin. (laughs) I love these plates. I actually they're like the you ever go to one of those white elephant parties? And you get something, and everyone else thinks is horrible, and you're excited to get it. Have you had that experience? This is amazing. Uh oh, look. Let's all let's all eat a cracker. So this is, so they're they're Christmas plates, but they're very like, kind of creepy looking. And if you flip the plate over, it's got a little story about who this guy is. It's a reindeer. That's a oh, and that's a. Those like fancy. uh, We'll post a picture on our Instagram that doesn't exist. I was going to say, <laughs> I've, I've never needed Radio Tata's Instagram more than I have since you pointed out that you don't have one. <laughs> I never needed never needed it, but lately. So, oh my God, I can't read. I'm so fucking blind. The plate. In, the classic, in the classic song about Santa's favorite reindeer, there's a line that says, all of the other reindeer laughed and called him names. Um, anyway, basically, this is Adolf Rudolph's, uh, drunk, like, disgusting cousin or something. Seems like a real poor name choice. It fits the plate. I guess. (laughs) What's that? Are those balls? Anyway, um, but anyway, I thought it was really great find at a gift exchange. I don't remember what I brought, but I was very happy and the envy of at least two of the people there. Good choice. <laughs> There's a set of them. And you only have one? No, there the rest oh, of them. Are, I mean, right. I guess I could have filled plates with chicken yeah, and biscuit with nice squeezed cheese. But... Come up with a whole smorgasbord of smorgasbord of uh of items. What else would go in the 
white trash pantheon of uh, oh snacks. I had some last night. Honestly, there should have been, according to the the old box, like they used Nelly? to have. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about? You're supposed to put a little olive, a pimento stuffed olive on top. Hmm. 60s was a weird time. It was. And speaking of the 60s, Natalie is staying in a lovely Airbnb from that time. She should have some of these with her right now. From the era of her people. <laughs> God damn, you're just like throwing shade everywhere. What? I love how you're like, she's my podcast crush. I'm just going to well, sit here. Well, she didn't and... show up, so it's all, this is how I work. God damn. <laughs> Let me down. Burn to the ground. <laughs> You actually do have a pretty, uh, like how you put the last cracker back. You're like, I'm not I'm eating that. I'm saving it. No, I'm saving it for okay. later. Um, I like how you have a very uh, wonderful online presence for ball busting, like yeah, the, uh, hardcore. The internet, uh, at least Twitter, I feel only exists to uh, harass other people. And see, I take an opposite approach. I like to try to spread joy and cheer, except occasionally, like every three months, and I'll get in a bad mood and I'll say something mean. But that didn't seem to fit. But I'll, I'll let you pretend that's accurate. <laughs> well, I, okay, I'll put it this way: most of the things that I say that are in a negative nature are meant in jest, except every three months when I unleash hellfire. And then I go back to being so pleasant. If it wasn't for social media, I couldn't be known as the most unmitigated asshole of Austin, so. See, and that's what's funny to me. I have, I feel like I've worked very hard to be a dick to the people on that show, and yet they really only recognize you and occasionally Adam Wolf. Well, what are you going to do? Speaking of which, hi, Sulu. I brought them a listener from Finland, and how do they thank me? They don't. Man, that's uh, what yentas are for. Yeah, well, when you find some, you tell them. Well, next time she gets back from wherever <laughs> and sitting in this chair, you can let her know. She never comes here. We always go to her. That sounds accurate. Do you need another water? No, I'm good. Thank you. I feel... I am like... About five sips away from just leaving and going door to door and doing a what's your favorite color segment with my neighbors. I think that would be, I think that'd be fun. Let's take the cooler with us and if they, if they answer correctly. Give them a beer. White. Then they get a beer. Oh, <laughs> God damn. But then we call them Nazis. Nazi. tell them they're going to hell. Here's your beer. You know, the thing that would uh, surprise them most is they would not see that coming. Five seconds later, I'm like, delay, delay, delay. Caught it, caught it right before it went over my head and hit my china cabinet. Not a lot of good jokes in that realm left available. I feel that one's socially acceptable again. Nazis? Well, Nazi slandering. Do you think... <laughs> so... I really, I uh, <laughs> like to apologize that all listeners that used to like this podcast... It no longer will exist. It's here's, being closed down. Today. Here's my question. Do you think 
that if you went back in the 30s or whenever it was that the Nazis existed. Um, <laughs> Did you just pull a Daniel Gallo? That's 70 weeks a year. I had 20, 20 years ago they when the Nazis were the 30s. around. I was not wrong. Um, so do you think they would be horrified? Back in the 60s when Hitler was around. He's still alive. Come on. Um, about the tiki torches. Let's not get into the bizarre antics of, of the alt-right. Seriously, though. And my heart goes out to the tiki torch. You think he'd be, like, really angry? Like, did did anybody ever do one of those, like, angry Hitler videos where he was angry about the fact that they used tiki torches? Because if not... That's, Before this comes out, should be done. I'm gonna hold this episode, <laughs> and you go do that right now. <laughs> no, it's too much. They work. used what? That's no, the, that's isn't the there answer a to template? Why I do a podcast or a blog? I think there's a template. Um. So anyway, my point is, I feel for the people that produce tiki torches because I don't think that they, um, I don't think they went so far to misappropriate a culture only to have it backfire. What? What am I missing? Nothing. What did you see? Nothing. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I, what What are, um, just looking around to think of, uh, you know, I guess like if uh, if you stab somebody with a, a Wusthof kitchen knife and then, uh, you know, Wusthof knives got, got blamed for Jesus. horrible. You know what I mean? It's like, who would ever thought that you could get bad press that involved, if I had told you the day before, Tomorrow, some shit's going to go down involving Nazis and tiki torches. It's going to blow this company out of the water. You'd be like, ah, you're an idiot. It's just the most uh, inane set of circumstances that allowed that to happen. I know. I blame Party City. Can we can we come together, though, and uh, take a, a bold... Uh, bold a, stance. A broad stance, if you will, uh, and just say that uh, we at Radio Tata's do not support Nazis in any way, shape, or form. No. And if you're a Nazi and you're listening, Adam Wolf, <laughs> turn off your phone right now. We're done with you. I actually saw that Nazi this week. Have you seen that new? <laughs> We're going to talk after the show. Have I drove seen to that Gerald. Oh. I'm at him Which is weird because you were maybe on the trail walking at the same time he was. But it yet. is weird. Hmm. What were you saying? Sorry. I don't know. I derailed you. I'm sorry. You had a place you were headed with this podcast. Oh, we were just going to say we were anti-Nazi. Will you agree or will you not agree? Completely anti-Nazi. She she winked at me when she said that, by the way, listeners. He's lying. She's winking again. (laughs) Theater. The bitch set me up. (laughs) Wait, I thought the bitch was white. Yeah. I want to say I, it like that, though. I, I thought that bitch was white. I never knew that's what she was saying. I couldn't understand <laughs> her, and I was like, I don't, why do they keep playing this? God damn it. I thought that bitch was white. <laughs> See, I think she'd get more sympathy if she said it like that. Valley she just Girl sounds Rosenbar. so angry. She sounds pretty fucked up. That's what she sounds I think she's mentally ill. Yeah. Wow. I'm going to take a Let's bold say, stance here. I'm take a bold stance and say she's just more mentally ill than the rest of us. Wow. Fair enough. Um, I feel like that covers discussion items. 
Next. Um, so you're supposed to ask me a question. <laughs> About recurring bits? Yeah. Am I supposed to ask you A or B? Because I don't think B. Oh, your finger was covering that portion up as you tried to show me on the paper. <laughs> show Fruit me on the wall. paper where someone touched you. Uh oh, uh, what the fuck are you saying? I'm so glad you asked oh. so awkwardly. Yeah, I just it popped up in my head and I was curious. Dave did not give his call. Do you want to know why Dave did not give oh, his call? I'm pretty call? disappointed about that. Why? Because his birthday? Because Dave's birthday was yesterday. Was there a party? I wasn't invited. I wasn't either. If there was, I don't think there was. He, he refuses to invite profile. me to one of her family parties. I don't think, I don't know that there was a, a family party, but I will say that um, in his absentia, Dave has released an official statement. <clears throat> me, 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 me. I have a child. Soccer, soccer. Man, look at me. I'm working out. Oh, <laughs> well, he's working out? Hey, he kind of had been. Okay. I missed that I have part. a podcast that Aaron doesn't get invited to anymore. Uh, I got invited the other day and they rescheduled. And we were recording that night. And then we went and ate pizza. I wish you had come for pizza. I'm losing my point. I'm sorry. Um, Dave released a statement. He said, if it's not too late, Colin... I turned why, forty. Why did he talk about his colon? <laughs> I turned forty-one today, and like, and I'd like to thank everyone who sent B-Day wishes. I'm happy with the friendships and relationships I've developed over my life. All, <laughs> Jesus, all y'all, lesbians, gays, trans peeps, queers, rednecks, hillbillies, hippies, musicians, writers, artists, lawyers. Those in business, drunks, potheads, straight-edge types, teachers, screenwriters, wrestling promoters, comedians, aggressors, and pacifists. You have all contributed bits, small bits, of fabric that has been intricately woven into my life's tapestry, and I love you all for it. I'm a better person for having known all of you. I also... Encourage everyone to meet someone not in their culture bubble and chat with them without prejudicial forethought and simply get to know the person behind the hijab, mullet, or mohawk. You'll be surprised what you find. And that's what Dave's trying to say. Hmm. When I was reading that list, I almost morphed into Edie McClurg. Dweebs. Wait, wait, can, can, you, can you really be the guy? I don't think in, he's a righteous dude. <laughs> a righteous dude. Can you really be the guy who's in charge of the rants on the podcast and be like, Kumbaya. I did some mushrooms the other day and we're all one people <laughs> and I just like to take it all back. <laughs> just go put on some fleet foxes and I'll get along. <laughs> I love Dave. I, uh, I love I love the segments on this podcast as well as him as a person. It's unfortunate that I'm not allowed to be on that podcast anymore, as I ruined that one as well. I think um, <laughs> what Dave is trying to say is... It's uh, some fucking quilt analogy. I don't know. I thought it was a very lovely story. <laughs> I 
Listeners, we'll see you in three minutes. <laughs> three? It's more like 25. I like to think of them as like, um, a functioning cog in some great machinery. There should be, uh, like, should be more uh, music on this podcast. They're like a hippier version of polyphonic spree. Hippier version. Ouch. <laughs> Polyphonic Spree dresses up in robes, doesn't cut their hair. I'm sorry, a less cult version of Polyphonic Spree. It's like 50 of them. I don't even know what they all do. Did you see Pat Dean this week posted he had gone home to Virginia, and he used to be in the this uh, band with his family oh, yeah, called was with you. the, the Silly Goose that. Happy yeah. Time Family like Band or whatever. Like and there was this little girl that was just going to it town me, with a tambourine. It made I was me like, think of Pat Dean as a human. Wow, I don't like that. Uh, he's the mayor of Austin I like, Comedy. I like to think of him a as an angry comedy uh, robot. I love him to death. He's uh, amazing. Anywho, yeah, we don't play enough music on this podcast. You're right. You're absolutely right. I'd like to listen to a podcast with uh, Natalie and Pat Dean. <laughs> she interviewed him. Yeah. Oh, wait. No, she didn't. I'm sorry. That was on Comedy Wham. That was some chick named Valerie. I can't, I can't keep up with all these uh, pseudonyms and... Uh, pseudonyms and mom de plumes and yes. whatnot. <laughs> whatnot. Hey, uh... Hey, uh, uh, never What? Uh, have you seen that, uh, that French Elon Musk Twitter account yet? No. Oh, that's so good. Is it yours? No, I wish it was. <laughs> Whatever. I like to stay. I like to keep it hyper local. Can I get you on record as to say how many accounts you have on Twitter? Oh, total? I don't, I couldn't even tell you. Uh, I have one, two, three, four, five, six. I have eight in my, uh, Twitter. Oh, wow. My Twitter thing right now, but, uh, oh, oh, um, Ah, uh, they changed the password. Damn. <laughs> uh, I had one for a company that uh, never paid their bills to me after I did all the social media. Um, I was hoping I could... Uh, hack them and yeah. just start saying shit. Yeah, there was some... Uh, was it the New York Post or somebody the other day that fired a lot of people? And then somebody just uh, put up uh, <laughs> like a, a final tweet that stayed there for a couple days. Oh, I don't know. Company. I didn't hear about that. I, I, I don't know that. I never hear. Sorry. I don't know the sounder. There's so many sounders I wish we had here. Um, so, traditionally, so you listened to us pretty much since our inception when we were a sad little well, pathetic. I'm, uh, I'm like, I know your, your parents, but I don't <laughs> go back that far. You know our origin story. Um, what, is there a, uh, is there a bit? Wherever two scissors may meet, there is a podcast. We've never done that. Um, crafted? Oh, I love crafting. I uh, just picked up some uh, cross-stitch the other day. I'm pretty excited about it. Oh, my Sorry. God. What There's was... a cross-stitch project you have no idea I really, really want to do. I really don't want to cross-stitch, but I want this done, so I'm going to have to find... <gasps> Maybe we can laser engrave it. 
Probably. Mm, I just had a thought. The dumb deer thing is laser engraved. No, is it? Yeah. It's, it's cut. a Kodak? Yeah. What, what, which one is it? Which, uh... Oh, I can't go on record and say it. Oh. It's a, it's a present. It would be a surprise. Plosives. Um, but is there a bit that we used to do that we don't do anymore that you miss? That you want us to bring back? No, I mean, one of my favorite bits is, is, uh, is still Dave's rant. Trucker porn's my most, oddly enough, my most uncomfortable bit. Really? Uh... Yeah, I don't know why. What 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 uh what's uncomfortable to you about it? Uh, I don't know. It's pretend. I don't. I'm not very good with pretend. I think. Oh come on. I I. Uh, sometimes it's not acting, right? I don't know. That shower scene with the four guy, three guys, um, where they started doing butt stuff. That was real. It's real. Butt stuff is one of the most recurring segments on this show, I think. <laughs> uh, butt stuff with Lala. Oh my god. That would be a weird segment. I'm not doing that. He said we could do it after this show. He said you had another <laughs> podcast. Wait. By do it, I meant it. Previously on non-committal. Please delete. <laughs> um, so, what the fuck are you listening to? Um... I haven't had a whole lot of new stuff. Um, I was thinking about it before I came over um, because, of it. you know, one of the things I didn't know existed that I've really enjoyed, and uh, I, lo- I loathe to say this, but it's been around for a while, is that I didn't know that CJ had been doing that mixtape, which is technically a podcast. Uh, it's a music that, that he's listening to that he puts together as a... As a podcast, technically. I don't think I... I didn't know he was doing a yeah. mixtape either. But uh, the the other uh, show that I've been listening to is um, a uh, chef from New York. He's super well-known. He's a super nerdy, uh, nerdy guy named David Chang. And he's started doing a podcast. And um, if you uh, um, ever... Um, if you watch too much, uh, very often any... Food TV, he pops up on, on there a lot, and um, he was uh, really good friends with Anthony Bourdain, who was somebody that um, I knew a little bit and uh, really, really admired, and uh, he actually did a podcast um, that turned in to be a, basically like a, a mental health podcast um, pretty what? quickly after he passed away about, and he, he was just starting his podcast, so it technically hadn't even launched yet. And, oh, it hasn't? Uh, it it has okay, um, and uh, I think it's just called the David Chang podcast and uh, the David Chang show, and so he was doing a few of those like not real episode episodes yet, mm-hmm. and he just did one. Um, I think it was with himself. Uh, I don't think there's anybody on it where he talked about his uh, relationship, and so I I started listening to it because of that, and then have been listening to it. Um, for the past, uh, it's just been about a month, I think, that um, it's been out. Two months, maybe. That's really... I'm glad that he's doing that. It's My concern with the passing of... I mean, honestly, both Anthony Bourdain and Kate Spade is that those kinds of... Uh, those kinds of situations have, an, you know, for lack of a better term, a tipping point. Um, you know, 
when you have these high-profile suicides, they tend to trigger other uh, suicides. So, you know, for people to look into the mental health aspect and discuss that heavily and kind of focus on trying to help people, um, I think is a good, hopeful counterbalance to that other possible reaction. It's been kind of, I don't know, I, I know that Robin Williams definitely resonated with people a lot too. Um, yeah, and, um, and to be fair, he was, he was starting his podcast already. He just, he had had a few out and he, um, fired up a recorder and kind of, kind of did it and, um, and posted it as part of the, the beginning of that. And so, um, you know, there's a really weird, um, sense of hopelessness that is abounds in the country right now. And I think there's certain types of people and, uh, you know, a lot of those people are people that I'm attracted to, um, as, as friends and people I admire and, and like to be around, um, because they have similar sensibilities and, uh, and maybe I'm, uh, uh making a, a broad statement <laughs> about, a a lot of fellas and broads, but, um, <laughs> and so, you know, those are all people who, um, you know, follow and are involved with other, you know, creative people. And at a certain point when, when people are feeling hopeless and, um, you know, and don't know, don't know what to do. Um, that sounds like, uh, a, a way to, um, alleviate um that and you know yeah. luckily you know i've had my own fair share of, of personal issues and I've, I've never felt um maybe quite that um to to that point but i, I definitely understand it enough to to realize how that's uh how how that's a feeling that that people have and so right. it, yeah i it's tough because if you um there's a, a fine line between celebrating someone's passing and um you know not uh glorifying anything in particular and right and so i think a lot of people just don't can't understand understand that so they just sort of keep talking about it as no, ad nauseum or or whatnot and so yeah um you know david's conversation um was was pretty good um and, uh, it's who probably else? very raw, I would imagine. Too, it was because, you know, I listened to uh, my friend Mandy Statmiller did um, a reissue of her interview with Taylor Negron after he passed away, and he passed away from cancer. But still, like listening to her talk, when somebody's been that close to someone and known them and lost them, and then they podcast about it, you can just—it's so from the heart. Um, you know, a lot of times people will say, oh, you know, they're exploiting it to try to get their, you know, numbers up or something. No, you can hear the rawness in someone's voice when it's that personal. And so, yeah, I, I'm going to have to check that out. It's, uh, it's been good. So what have you been listening to? Um, well, I'm going to lighten it up a little bit. I'm actually doing a combo right now. I am going to, I've been pretty much in a music wormhole lately and i'm going to combine our matt moment with uh with what i've been listening to because i got a craving the other day i got a hankering i know this kind of came up last week but this was this is this was deliberate this was sought out this was no accident i had a hankering to listen to an album that i by the way sort of inadvertently 
Pope's name. second week the Matt moment is brought to you by Matt Moturn Manly Man his album Delicate Genius Thirsty Killer so I think the name of this album was just going to be Potentially Delicate Genius. Um, He started playing uh, this song before he released the full album, and he wanted us to kind of help name it. And uh, I suggested Thirsty Killer, or Delicate Genius Thirsty Killer, and he said, why? And I was like, well, isn't that what you're saying in the song? And he's like, no. He's like, without thirst, he'd kill us if he had the opportunity. But he liked the misunderstood lyrics so much that he made it that name. And he also, track two is called Thirst Killer. <laughs> It'll all make sense. So, uh... Go check it out. It's on iTunes. You can also hear them, obviously, on Spotify. But uh, the name of the album is Delicate Genius Thirsty Killer. I love this song. I listened to this song several times in a row. I just kind of looped it. You ever have songs that you do that with? I've done that, yeah, for sure. What's one that you do that with? Oh, they're probably all horrible. Don't judge yourself. Um, Are those people? I just mean those like earworm songs sometimes. Or, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, I uh, there's a couple of Warren Zevon songs that I've done that too. Really? Uh, and um, I don't know. I don't know that I can think of any other ones. Most of them maybe like old uh, old country stuff that uh, just kind of. Uh, Old Crow Medicine Show. I've done that with uh, Wagon Wheel before. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Not that stupid remake. a good one. Well. I thought you were going to tell me that you were uh, hankering for a hunk of cheese. Oh, my gosh. Not unless it's that squeeze cheese. That squeeze cheese is addictive. Uh, By the way, did you get your script? Uh, I... Script? I don't read scripts. Oh, wink. Can Fair I, enough. Can I just, uh, can I point something down here? Can I have a point of personal sure. privilege? privilege. Uh, someone is, uh, is wearing a shirt of the podcast that I'm on right now. It was clean. And uh, so I have to, to stare at their faces. I'm not staring at their faces because that would be an inappropriate place to stare. But hey, uh, having to stare at the faces of the you know people whose podcast it is, it seems a bit... I like to think you do this for everybody. Speaking of which, to those who are one of the hill people, 
Uh, this shirt was designed by none other than Danny Helmet, who also does some wonderful work for the goddamn, I'm sorry, the GD Dave Hill Show. It is everyone's favorite time of the week, people. Welcome to Trek Report. Unique New York. Unique New York. Sorry, I gotta get it. Gotta get all my vocals ready. <clears throat> oh, Alistair. Hello. Alistair, really? I couldn't think of any A names. Don't break the third wall. It's the fourth wall. No, we're in an open air sunroom. Theater of the mind, Jesus. Anywho. Hey, uh, where's my uh, podcast crush? You mean Natalie? Lala, why do you have to have that grimace on your face? Don't say that word. Oh, shit, I'm sorry. What the, what's the matter? I, I, I thought she married Hamburglar, but I, I thought she was practicing to play violent in Willy Wonka. What did Natalie do? She's she's having an affair with Grimace. What the fuck? I thought they were just hooking up. <sighs> you know, Lala, you're kind of sexy when you cry. Oh, Alistair, comfort me. I'm on it. End scene. Wait, I didn't say we were going to end the scene. Let's keep it going. <laughs> Places, everyone. Yeah, she's all purple, and it's kind of disturbing. It's almost black. Anyway, it's really inappropriate, Natalie. Really inappropriate. Anywho, (laughs) how do they reach us? The interwebs? Um, Yes, and by that you mean they can find us on... Twitter and Facebook at Radio Tatas, or they can call us at 512-716-0773. And by the way, I am not involved in any kind of IRS crime. So if you want to report me, you should probably send a person to call because those are the lamest. Who the fuck falls for that? Oh my God, poor old people. I hope that same guy calls back again. It's a good call. He was a wonderful call, unless you're Brennan, and then I was slightly offensive. He should have been here to defend himself. Well, or you can email those trucker porn scripts to radiotatas at gmail.com. Find us, review us, rate us on Stitcher, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, and we're on Google Play. And we're also on Stitcher and iTunes. You still on the AOL? Um, sure. Ooh, that name. Um. It's for you, Bob. Back in a soft, meditative voice. Oh, I should bring back meditations with Lala. <laughs> um, to have Breasties review us online. It's, oh, and on iTunes. It's, oh, oh, wait, this isn't true. Breasties, could you please 
rate and review us on iTunes. It's a really good way to get other people's attention to start listening to our podcast and then we get sponsors and become rich and, you know, get all that work done and start, you know, posting weird pics on our, you know, Instagram and I think you'd all enjoy it. So anyway, get on that. Um, Natalie said if we get 10 new likes that we're going to give away a, uh, shit, this joke would have been funny if I could think of the word for the thing that holds the light bulb. Up there? A vibrator? Yeah. No. No, it's not the one. But ballast? We're going we're gonna to give away a... A ballast? We're going to give away a gift from her trip, so... A chandelier? Smash that like button. Yeah. Uh, thing. Fixture? Sure. Lamp? I think fixture, light fixture. Yeah. I knew the word ballast. I'm really proud of that. Yeah, that's a bit pretentious. Pretentious, it's for, like, fluorescent lighting. Uh-huh. Um, that, that hot new fluorescent lighting everybody's trying to get put in their homes. I'm hoping to get one that holds CDs. CDs, no. C- ah. Listen to our friend's podcast, Atomic Rubbish. Comedy Wham presents... I wouldn't listen to Atomic Rubbish. Go back and listen to the one that I was on and then delete the rest. What? Wait, you were on Atomic Rubbish? Yeah. When? Yeah. Was it fantastic? Did they let you? It was pretty good. I actually did listen to that episode. It was pretty good. You totally made that episode. Their neighbors are nice, too. (laughs) Their neighbors are nice. I forgot you went to the wrong house. (laughs) Anyway, listen to Comedy Wham presents the latest episode. Um... Natalie sits down with J.T. Habersat, and he is the one that is behind the Altercation Comedy Festival, which is going to be at Kick Butt Comedy. I mean, sorry, Kick Butt Coffee. And it actually is a great festival. I went last year. It was a lot of fun. My friend Johnny Taylor Jr. came in from out of town. Um, I believe Ron Babcock was in. He is hilarious. I hope he comes back this year. I haven't looked at the lineup yet, but I'm hoping some of those guys are back. It was a great festival and is super affordable, so get on it and go listen to that interview. What do they serve there? Um, kick butt and coffee. Coffee? Coffee. Uh, listen to our friends. regular coffee? or I bet you can get decaf. The hot can? Cold uh, can? Cold, hot, any way you want yeah. it. Uh, ice in it? What? With ice in it? Ice coffee, I guess it's called. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I, I am tired. Um, do, you, do they have any, like, can you get vanilla? They have one of those vanilla coffees? Probably, if hmm. you're gross. Um, New York City. A latte? Do you think they have lattes? They have a latte latte. Hmm. I can't talk. Uh, New York City Crime Report. Um, there is, as we mentioned before. Hot chocolate? You think they have hot chocolate? I bet they have. Um, I don't know that they'd be very refreshing this time of year because right now it is 101 degrees. Oh, it's got to be hotter than that. Oh, if it's the same number as the number of Dalmatians, it's going to be a good day. Did they count their parents? Well, they didn't know how they were made, so just they counted themselves. Dumb Dalmatian puppies. 
Dalmatians are kind of stupid, from what I remember. Let's not. We have already taken a hard stance. So let's not go crazy. <laughs> let's go crazy. You know who I hate? Dalmatians. <laughs> go on record. Fuck those spotty <laughs> bastards. Fuck them. <laughs> uh, who do they think they are riding on that fire fucking truck. fire truck like they're hot <laughs> shit? They're not fighting the fire. Um, speaking of hot ass, there's Motern Media. I'm sorry, the Motern Media infomercial. Go listen to his podcast. And there's also the, I'll say it right since she's not here, Goddamn Dave Hill Show on WFM Nudes. Um, there is no longer, from what I understand, a 10-minute podcast. This is an old sheet. Um, but go back and listen to the archive of 10-minute podcasts while it's still on iTunes. You should fire your producer. I will as soon as we're done. Um, <laughs> our live podcast event for the 100th episode is November 5th. <laughs> Shit. It's not an old sheet. It's the oldest sheet. No, I have older ones. <laughs> I don't know. I just grab this one. I think it's fun. That's uh, that's the quality we're working with here. Yeah. Eh. Yeah. It's just Haley. What do we care? Hey, I brought snacks and a special Rudolph Adolf plate. <laughs> I wish I had a smashing noise to insert here. Or it's like <laughs> I've got three more. No. Um. Well, do you think Charlie would be proud of us? He's never proud. That's true. Just like my father. Well, this has been Radio Tatas. And remember, until next time, talk like no one's listening. God, nobody ever can do that. Natalie and Lila.